Star Wars 7x7 episode 3,333. I want to wrap up our conversation about Entertainment Weekly's coverage of the Ahsoka series, I think, more or less, <laughs> by talking about the quote-unquote cover story that they put out on their website. So yeah, we'll dig into some highlights from that. Punch it! Hey Rebel Razor, I'm Alan Boyd, and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So, it is weird <laughs> with Entertainment Weekly, which I guess they, you know, have branded themselves as EW, maybe. Maybe they're just saying that and nothing else. I'm not paying close enough attention, I guess. But to refer to their Ahsoka coverage as a cover story when they are no longer in print is also <laughs> just one of those unusual things, especially, you know, when that comes on the heels of them at one point becoming a monthly publication but still keeping the EW situation so yeah <laughs> weird stuff for sure but they had a lot of coverage around the Ahsoka series in addition to what they've been doing with their Dagobah Dispatch podcast and when you go through the stories that they published on their website you know it's kind of a similar thing to what happened with uh, Empire Magazine how you know they have like stuff in an actual physical issue but then they broke it up into a bunch of stories online a lot of what Entertainment Weekly is publishing is quotes that come from the podcast interviews. And they're also repurposing stuff from previous interviews around Star Wars Celebration and stuff that came out you know, about a month or so later in late May of 2023. And then the current interviews that they share in that cover story situation are coming from June of 2023. So that's another situation where they make pains to say that they were recorded prior to the SAG after strike. And it is really kind of interesting as a side note, as an insight for how these things happen. You know, the fact that they were recorded in June, but they're not released until August. So just when they're doing all of this promotional work in the background, what they're actually working on prior to when they release it, how long it takes to get this stuff done and go through the approval process and so forth. And now there's a little bit more transparency about that because the strike has required that. As far as the new news articles that were released around the Ahsoka cover story and stuff that wasn't necessarily covered in the uh, Dagobah Dispatch podcast, there are a few things that I wanted to highlight. One of them being an interview with Carrie Beck, who is the executive producer of the series and also head of development for Lucasfilm. And she talked about how, you know, they're talking about the story of Anakin student and that it mirrors the journey of Dave Filoni in a way, because of course, Dave Filoni was George Lucas's student. And so, yeah, this, you know, fascination between, you know, that parallel and also the you know, just then the connection between Dave Filoni and Ahsoka as, you know, character and creator and their own journeys together. And as for the character of Ahsoka herself, what we hear in this cover story is that she is hunting Thrawn for clues to find Ezra. And I found that to be particularly fascinating because it's not that she's looking for Ezra, you know, just that 
idea of it being time to go find Ezra that we have from the season finale, the series finale of Star Wars Rebels, that they're actually looking for Thrawn to get to Ezra rather than just looking for Ezra. I found that to be a particularly interesting situation. Somehow they think he's going to be easier to find, or maybe just that he is a more you know imminent danger. Not that Ezra is a danger, but you get what I'm saying, right? That it is kind of important to deal with Thrawn, but I guess while they're at it, that may be the easiest best way to get a lead on what might have happened to Ezra. We also find out that David Tennant, who does the voice of the Jedi architect droid Huyang, actually recorded his dialogue in entirety in advance of principal photography so that when the actors were on set interacting with the Huyang droid, that they were dealing with actual dialogue and an actual performance, not just somebody who is standing in for that situation. And uh, Rosaria Dawson on the Dagobah Dispatch podcast also had wonderful things to say about David Tennant and his performance as well. We find out from Natasha Lou Bordizzo, who plays Sabine Wren, that even though she's seen as a hero of the liberation of Lethal, she doesn't feel like that at all, and she's really just kind of driven by the obligation and the promise that she has yet to keep in terms of finding Ezra again, and she's about to go on a huge journey to potentially solve that situation and resolve that. From Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who plays Harrison Dula, we hear about how you know she's an unusual general compared to the types of generals that we've seen in TV, where yes, she has the hard edge, she wants people to do better, but she also has the soft edge of wanting to see her people loved and looked after as well. We hear from, uh, from Ray Stevenson, uh, who plays Balin Skull, that he hopes that there's you know something you know there's something going to be revealed about him in the storytelling what's driving this character as we see him and um you know also there's a thing about him that i had forgotten that he was the voice of gar saxon in the clone wars and rebels uh, so yeah just another reason to like ray stevenson and to regret that he has since passed on from marina sakno who plays uh, shin hati the apprentice villain she says that the set was hopeful and that the show is hopeful as well, which is a lovely thing to hear, and that she also hopes that we will get to understand the darkness within, within and inside her character and the reasoning behind how she became the way she became. And I think we've seen this somewhere else, but there's a guy named Wes Chatham who is showing up in the show. His character's name is Captain Enoch, as we're told, and he's de uh, described as being Thrawn's right-hand man, which does make one kind of wish quietly for Eli Vanto to show up in this whole thing. And it doesn't necessarily mean that he won't, but yeah, you know, putting that out there. Um, there's another thing about Iman Esfandi, who's playing Ezra Bridger, and I just want to flag the fact that there have been no interviews with him so far. Like, he's not a part of whatever junket that they were organizing prior to the SAG after strike, and I do think that's kind of fascinating, and it does make me wonder how much of a role he is actually playing in this whole situation, or if they're just kind of keeping him secret and holding him back somehow. As in, is there going to be any really crazy reveal about him that he's going to then be turned loose on the interviewing situation after the fact and you know maybe they've already recorded stuff for it again strike related stuff and they're just not ready to release that stuff because they know that you know something's going to go nuts over it 
And that's pretty much all the big highlights from the new Entertainment Weekly stuff that I wanted to make sure had caught your attention. And there is one last thing to flag for your attention as well. So they just announced this yesterday, Friday, that the Ahsoka series is not actually going to debut on Wednesday the 23rd at 12 p.m. Uh, or 12 a.m., excuse me, Pacific slash 3 a.m. Eastern. They're moving it up. So it's actually going to have its two episodes premiere on Tuesday the 22nd at 6 p.m. Pacific and 9 p.m. Eastern and future episodes are going to come out on that same time frame. So 6 p.m. Pacific on Tuesday, 6 9 p.m. Eastern on Tuesdays. And that is what I've got for you for this episode of the podcast. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. 7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited but their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyrighted by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.